In today's solo, I'm going to piss a bunch of people off by telling them to stop answering their phone and why. Are you hitting a wall in your business because you feel like you're too busy? Do you ever wish there were more hours in a day? This podcast is for hyper-focused entrepreneurs who want to learn the secrets of superhuman productivity. Together, we're going to kick procrastination in the teeth. We're going to slice through BS excuses like a katana blade. We don't ever wonder what happened because we're the ones that made it happen. My name is Josh Thomas. You've now entered the Do Zone. Welcome to the DZ Tribe. Ask yourself, is this temporary satisfaction worth the long-term consequences? Paul Beam. DZ Tribe, Josh Thomas, welcome to another solo episode. Today, I'm going to talk about something that is going to throw up a bunch of defenses and it's going to make you angry and you may throw things at me. I don't know. Uh, but I don't because I'm still right. And what I'm going to tell you today is I want you to stop answering your phone. I want you to stop answering your phone. But Josh, I'm a sales guy and my lifeblood depends on I got to feed my family because the phone rings. I got to answer it because it's money and blah, 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 blah. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. I even know that was me. I just told myself to shut up. But listen to me. Stop answering your phone. It's ruining your life. And I might... You might sound like I'm exaggerating or something a little bit, but I'm not. It's ruining your life. And I'll tell you why. And I will be systematic and I will pick this apart. First of all, I'm not the only person with that opinion, by the way. I've, I've, I've set my life up in this way uh, for many years. But I recently uh, started interacting with a gentleman named Thomas Keenan, who wrote a book called Unfuck Your Business. Uh, highly recommend it if you haven't touched it yet, if you haven't read it. Get in there, check it out. Uh, but he uh, was also kind of given that advice some point recently, and he's been he's been talking about that as well. And he realized how glued he was to his phone, and how much it was destroying his life and his career and his work and his progress and everything. Because here's what happens: you're being reactive when your phone rings. Oh, my phone's ringing. Got to pick it up. Got to answer it. I wonder who's calling me. I wonder who wants to talk to me right now. You just lost control of whatever it was you were doing at that moment. You just lost it. Boom, it's gone. And for what? I don't know. Whoever's on the other line. I don't know what's there. Could be anybody. Could be anything. Could be money. Could be a bill collector. Could be that hot date. Could be anything. And I'm not even talking, I'm not even just talking about answering the phone like a voice. I'm talking about text messages too. They still count. WhatsApp, whatever message platform you use, doesn't matter. Stop answering your phone, okay? Because here's another thing that happens. You're in the moment. You're involved. Let's say you're around somebody. You're in a group. You're at dinner. You're at a business lunch. You're out there hanging out with your friends, and the phone rings. You look at it, and you make a decision. Oh, I'm going to answer this. I'm going to look at this. I'm going to give it my attention. What you are doing, whether you realize it or not, and I am being objective here. I'm not trying to be a jerk or a dick. I'm just saying objectively, what's happening in that situation is you are deciding consciously that whoever has decided to reach out to you and ping you and ask for your attention 
is more important than whoever is in front of you. That's what's happening. You have objectively decided that whoever has dis- whoever just pinged your phone and made it beep or vibrate or whatever is more important than anybody around you or anything else that you are currently doing. And, you know, sometimes you might be right. Sometimes that might be the right way to go. But if you're really honest with yourself, most of the time, most of the time it's not that important. Most of the time it's a power move. Oh, hey, man, you know, I'm just here hanging out with my friends, doing the thing or whatever. You know, oh, no, I'm just doing the whatever. You are communicating with somebody who's not even there. They're not even present with you. And for those of you that have kids, I've got a daughter. She's a teenager. We went on a trip recently, and she was just buried in her phone a lot, a lot, a lot. And I did my best to be respectful. It's like, hey, you know, your friends are important. Whoever it is that you are texting or whatever, that person's important and they matter. But you've got your family right here with you and we're in your presence and we want your attention. We want your time. We want your energy. And you have a limited opportunity to do that. And that's advice that I give to my kid and I didn't tell her, I didn't tell her what to do or what not to do. Uh, but there were some times where I had to reinforce it a little bit like, hey, uh, you know, at the beginning of this trip, we took the trip. At the beginning of this trip, I had mentioned to you, look, I don't want to tell you what to do, but I want you to understand that while we're here, it's important to be present with the people that are here and not the people that aren't here. And I had to reinforce that several times. But hey, you know, she's a child and she's learning and she's figuring it out. But a lot of adults need to learn that too. A lot of adults need to understand that whoever they are with is much, much more important than whoever happens to be dinging them at the moment. Because if you think about this, one of the best gifts that we can give to another person is our time. It is the only non-renewable resource in existence. And we have a very limited amount of it. And if somebody has decided to give you their time and presence and their energy and their focus and their attention, you have an obligation to respect that. And if you don't respect that, they're going to feel it. Now, they may not say it. They may not verbalize it. They may not even react. But when you're sitting there across from somebody at a table and you've got your phone sitting face up, it's almost like a threat. It's like a, it's, it's like a social threat, if you will. Like, hey, I'm going to give you my undivided attention unless this thing lights up. And if this thing lights up, that's more important than you. And also, on top of that, when this thing lights up, it's more important than me and whatever it is I want to do also. Because I have my agenda, I have my schedule, I have my priorities. But they all take a back seat to whatever happens on this little rectangle. That's what you're saying. And I want you to think about how does that impact? Why should you stop answering your phone? Because if you stop answering your phone, you're going to be in control of how you communicate. You're going to be in control of who interacts with you and when. You're going to be in control of who gets your time, attention, focus, energy, and what and when and where. Now, let's address the elephant in the room. For those of you who speak on the phone for a living and you make your money because the phone rings. Now, I'm kind of the same way 
for the most part, uh, I make my money picking up the phone and talking to people. But I don't necessarily need to make my money because the phone is ringing. I make my money by having a conversation on the phone. But I control my schedule. I control my agenda and my priorities. If somebody decides to call me, like, hey, I want to ask about XYZ product or something. Okay, cool. I'm not answering my phone. Okay, because if it is important enough for you to talk, let's schedule a time to talk that works for both of us. I don't want to be a trained monkey that's going to dance whenever somebody rings the bell. And that's basically what it is when you're answering the phone. You have been well-trained. The bell rings. You dance. Okay? Is that the life you want to live? Would you let any other person or thing control you in that way? Would you let it manipulate you? Would at, at any moment, let's say you're doing something really important, okay? Let's say you are uh, madly in love with your spouse and you guys are just like having some really passionate after a huge date and you went out to dinner. It was romantic. You took a walk down by the pier and you got home and you're like, you know, baby, I just love the way that your eyes look. And you got naked and you jump in the sack and you guys are going at it, and it's like super passionate. It's like the best sex you've ever had in your life. And then all of a sudden, ding, phone rings. Are you going to answer it? Well, think about it. <laughs> if your spouse is within earshot, consider if you're going to answer that question out loud or not. But are you going to answer the phone? And if you say, nah, man, this is way more important than answering the phone. Okay, you're on to something. Let's take that and use it as an anchor for all of the other things that are more important than answering the phone, like anything else in your life. But if your answer if your answer is, well, I guess it depends on who's calling, you're wrong, okay? You're messing up. You're doing life wrong, okay? we got to fix that, okay? There are things, almost every single thing is more important than answering the phone. And I promise you, once you stop doing it, you will realize how much anxiety it was creating in your life, how much uncertainty, how it was killing, killing, absolutely killing killing your productivity and focus. No question about it. It's killing your productivity and focus. What you need to do instead is you need to set aside time to review the phone calls that came in while you were doing whatever it was that you were doing before. You can set aside some time to say, okay, who called? Or you can more better, better in my opinion, delegate the entire thing to someone else and let somebody else answer the phone for you and let them screen those calls and then deliver the messages to you. And then you can look at those messages at a predetermined time that you control. And you can dictate, okay, I'm going to connect with this person at X time. Even if you're a salesperson who relies on the phone ringing to make money, I promise you, you will make significantly more money with less stress if you stay in control of what you're doing with your life at all times, the phone ringing, it's like, it's like a bomb going off. It's like a terrorist threat. Oh my God, the phone's ringing. Go back to that scene where we're sitting across from somebody. If you've never noticed this, you're going to start. You sit down with a friend of yours that you haven't seen in a while. Hey man, I'm so glad we got a chance to catch up. You sit down at the table. You put your phone on the table. Either Probably both of you will do this. At least one of you. Unless you're enlightened and then you're in good shape. You know, and you've got 
great friends and they really care about being present. But if you sit your phone down to the right side, if you're right-handed usually, sit it down to the right side with a face up, start paying attention to that. How does that make you feel? Does it create a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of tension, a little bit of like a barrier? Um, Maybe I'm not good enough for this person's attention. If you start having any of those feelings, realize that that's what you're doing to other people as well. And realize as soon as that thing lights up, you both look at it. Ooh, even though it's like your friend's phone, it lights up. He looks at it. And then you look at it too, even though you know that shit's not for you. You still look at it, right? You're killing the vibe in any chance you have of any kind of intimacy or connection. Now, multiply that by 10 when you're talking about not worrying about who else is in front of you, but you just trying to be a productive person and trying to stay focused in your life. And then, oh, yeah, I was in the middle of something, but the phone rang. I had to answer it because it might be business. It might be something important. You know what's important? Whatever the hell it was you were doing before. Because you need to be in control of what you're doing. Not somebody else who decided, ah, oh, you know what, I'm going to call Josh. I'm going to call him up and I have a question about his blah 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 whatever. I don't care. Like, sorry, I do care, but I don't care that you have that question in the moment. What I care about is controlling my time so that I can give you the best service and the best answers and the best responses and everything when I have the time to do that. Because that's how I operate best. So stop answering your phone. That's going to do it for this episode of The Do Zone. Again, if you've got a topic you want me to discuss on a future solo, please find me on Facebook, or you can get me on Instagram at joshthomas80. Until next time, as always, go get something done. I have a job for you. Open up your phone or get out a piece of paper and write down these three questions. Number one, what is one important task I can get completely done today? Number two, when can I start it? And number three, what impact will that have on my life? Now answer these questions as best you can every single day this week. Then commit to taking action daily. Now you're in the do zone, baby. Let's go. Need some help with accountability? Are you stuck where you're at and not sure how to break through the barrier in front of you? Join the DZ tribe for free by visiting thedozone.com. We're a group of hyperactive entrepreneurs who want to help you get more stuff done. Oh, one more thing. If you know somebody who needs to hear this message, share it with them. Text them, email them, send them a DM on social media, smoke signals, carrier pigeons, whatever. Be sure to tag us at The Do Zone. Also, keep the five-star written reviews coming over on iTunes. That helps new people find the show, hear it, and get themselves into The Do Zone as well. And always remember, the road to success is paved with imperfect action. So what are you waiting for? (laughs) Go do something already. See you next time.